the Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by the Elite Experience Elite Shotguns and is fueled by Fioki. Oh. Welcome to the Dead Pair Podcast, coming in hot with everything you want to hear about sporting clays. Guy Fieri. How are you, gentlemen? Thanks for having me. Anthony Matteris Jr., how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Welcome back, David Radulovic. Yeah, that's a net positive. Brad <laughs> Kidd. Corey Cruz. Thank you for joining us this evening. Now I feel awkward. With your hosts, Jason Rambo. One more Red Bull for you. And Sean Alley. Woo, yeah! It's Christmas. Let's do it! Often imitated, but never duplicated. It's the Dead Pair Podcast. Dead and now, it's showtime. Yo, Mr. Large and in charge. What's up, buddy? Well, this is certainly a change, at least a recent change. Yeah, I know. I liked it better when I didn't have to look across the table at you. Yeah, back in the, <laughs> back in the Buckeye State. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, man. It's been, oh boy, it's been hectic. It's uh, got in late last night, and here we are for a podcast, ready to rip, roar, rip, roar and rare, rip, rare, roar, one, however they we'll, say We'll it. go with that we'll, one we'll, of those. So, yeah, one of those. Paul? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, um, lots going on with you, man. Yeah, that's for sure. Um very excited. Uh, towers are, are coming along nicely. Anybody that's interested in a pre-sale, uh, we are going to be doing some of those. Uh, I don't have any pictures or videos yet. The uh, the prototype is being built as we speak. Uh, we're going to test the crap out of it, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. We're going to start taking orders. Nice. So. A little bit of a change in weather up here as compared to down there, I imagine. No, it feels the same because the humidity is so high up here, too, right now. Okay. Um, it feels exactly the same, to be honest with but you. But your morning and evenings aren't this cool. Morning and evenings aren't this cool. No. Um, they still, It stays pretty crispy down there. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. So, but no, looking forward to getting back down there uh, this fall, late this fall, and uh, getting the shooting season started down there. Good deal. It's a little different than up here. We wait, we wait till April, May, and get started, and down there, they get started in November. They don't so. ever stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, they stop in the summertime. It gets pretty crispy. Right. So. Well, hey, listen, we got a tourney talk to get to. It's tourney talk. <laughs> Brought to you by Score Chaser. The Idaho State will be held at Rock Creek Ranch and will be held June 12th through the 16th, and that is for 2024. Also... We have Kentucky State Fee Task at Rangers Gun Club, now open, and that is for May 4th and 5th, 2024. Hey, listen, we got some exciting news. Sean and I are still kind of baffled by this. Uh, definitely humbled, wouldn't you say, Sean? Yeah. Um, back up. I mean, because we found out about this at the North Central Regional. Yeah, and a guy emailed us. His name is Brent, uh, and him and his wife took a 1991 uh, golf cart and I think Brent must own some kind of automotive repair business. He looks like he's in yeah auto shop. body or something yeah. like that. But uh, they took this thing completely down to the frame. They put a new forty-five horsepower motor in it, <laughs> gas motor. Thing's got to fly. Yeah, well either that or it's got a ton of torque. Put a lift kit on it, uh, new wheels and tires, new paint. His wife did all the upholstery, yeah. and if you look down in our show description, uh, there's a link, a YouTube link. Um, you can see everything he did to this golf cart. Long story short, Brent got a hold of us. Uh, he called it the Dead Pair Golf Cart, and they love the show. They've just bought a new golf cart, and they wish to donate this one. So we got together with our favorite recipients, Kids and Clay's. Absolutely. Uh, the sponsors that 
also uh, donates to Ronald McDonald House Charities. We got a hold of them and we formed a drawing. So what we're going to do, uh, tickets are $20 each or six for a hundred. Uh, you do not need to be present to win. Uh, you can go to the link www.deadpair.givesmart.com. Again, that link is also in the show description. Um, but we're going to we're gonna raffle this thing off. We're going to draw the winner at the Caribbean Cup. Again, you don't need to be present to win. We were talking to Doug Generate with Kids and Clays, and he told us that they have got a truck driver that donates his time and his truck and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to see about possibly getting this thing over to Caribbean Cup uh, to actually physically be there or maybe even help out with a delivery yep. um, of the golf cart. So get your get your tickets. Uh, this is all going for a good cause. We are not keeping one red cent of this. Every bit of it's going to Kids and Clays, which, again, that money goes to Ronald McDonald's House Charities. Again, tickets are $20 each or 6 for 100 Sean, I mean, how cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, how generous, number one. Yeah. And how cool that the guy thought enough about us to offer it up, you know, to the dead pair. But obviously, the you know, the stipulation was we needed to give it away to some charity. Right. And, I mean, what a great story. I mean, we were just absolutely – Jason and I read that email. We got home one night from the from the North Central Regional, and Jason said, did you see that email? I'm like, no. So I opened it up, looked at it. I mean, just blown away. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, just it's... the guy out of the blue. We don't know him from, from Adam, and uh, – just shows you what kind of great people are out there in this sport. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's so there, I don't think you can find a finer group of people in any sport. No. And and, and this cart is really nice. I mean, yes. it's really nice. I mean, he custom built the rack. He's got gun racks on the back. He like bent the tube and everything goes around the roll bar and Oh yeah, he did it's all, all that stuff. It's, it's all custom. custom. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's this is this thing is one of a kind. Yeah. And his, like I said, his wife did all the upholstery. And you can see in the video, she's sewing all the upholstery, everything by hand. Yeah. It's just it's super nice. Very cool. <laughs> super nice. Hey, speaking of good people in the sport, we have uh, Eric Roden from Bear Pelt, along with Zach Keenbaum and Desi Edmonds, and the Miss Colleen, Eric's daughter uh, from Bear Pelt, coming on to talk something new they have going on. And uh, they're being pretty secretive. So, kind of kind of antsy here to get him on the phone and see what it's all about it's all hush hush hey shh, don't tell anybody don't tell nobody (laughs) (laughs) hopefully everybody will think this is pretty cool absolutely let's get him on the phone the dead pair well this introduction is going to be a mouthful we have with us mr eric roden from bear pelt some of you guys might recognize this name. Zach Keenbaum, multi-time national champion, <laughs> multi-time ladies national champion, Desi Edmonds. And then here in a little bit, we're going we're gonna to call up Colleen. We're going to get her on the phone with us too. So, uh, Eric, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing great. It's been a while since I've been on, so I'm glad to be back. Uh, hope everybody's been well, and uh, thanks again for the support. Yeah, I think we ran into you last at the North Central Regionals at the Last time we saw face-to-face, it's been a little bit of time uh, between that point. Um, Zach, how about you, man? What's been going on? Uh, not too much. Just a lot of teaching this week. We uh, we were in Texas last week for the Diamond Classic. I think that was last week. Yeah, it all kind of blurs together this <laughs> and time then, of year. Uh, Louisiana <laughs> prior to that. Um, really nice regional there at uh, Covey Rise. And then we did a little teal hunting Nice in between. So it was we we had a good time. We always have a good time. Well, we're we're going to dive into that here in a second, but in the short term, Eric, you've got something new you've been uh, teasing us with here. You want to tell us about this? Uh sure. You know, we've 
you know, always aiming to innovate and, you know, answer some of our customers' wants. And what we've decided to do was, you know, answer the call to make a bird hunting vest. And what that became was a spinoff of Bear Pelt called Bear Pelt Outdoors. Uh, the, the aim of that is to develop products for the hunting and wing shooting market with a kind of, the, you know, the same ethos and desired performance of our clay shooting vests. And, uh, you know, it's been an exciting venture. We've, you know, kept it under wraps, but, you know, we're very glad to come on here, you know, talk about it and you know, give as many hints as we can before we launch. Very cool. Cool. So, Eric, what, uh, what kind of drove you to decide that this was something that you needed to do? You know, it's ironic, pretty much from the, the day we launched, about at least once a month, we would get a request to make a bird hunting vest. Obviously, a lot of our clay shooters are also avid dove and wing shooters. And, you know, based on, you know, the lightly performance of our shooting vests, you know, it just made sense for you know, one people to ask and for us to, to answer with a, a product like that. But, we, you know, we didn't want it to just be, you know, an extra offering. We wanted to kind of you know, delve into, you know, a different product market, you know, as we look to answer some more, ask some wants, you know, we'll, you know, come out with some more products down the road. So we wanted to kind of create a, a vessel to do that. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we've, we've been able to do a bear pulp outdoors and we're very excited with, uh, you know, what we have in store in the future. That's very cool. So, I mean, tell us, Eric, is this like a camo vest? I mean, go into a little bit about the vest if you could. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll let Zach and Desi talk, you know, about some of the forms and the features on it, but we're, um, you know, it'll be offered in, in solid colors, but we, you know, we're, we're proud to, you know, uh, reveal that we've you know, entered into a, a, a very, um, cool collab with Vale Camo. Uh, uh, those in the, the hunting world know the, you know, the extent of their offerings in the camo world, uh, not just in apparel, but they also do some, uh, some uh, really cool camo wraps on firearms and, you know, a lot of major companies are, are using their, their patterns to, to wrap their guns. And, you know, they're a very ubiquitous brand in the market. And we were uh, extremely honored and, and humbled that they were uh, interested in collabing with us. And um, they've been very good to us and, and very uh, supportive of our new product. Well, I, I asked that question because it just so happens that uh, Vail Camo, sent a quote over to us and uh, I'd like to read this to everybody. It says, uh, as a longtime shooting enthusiast and fans of Bear Pelt, we couldn't think of a better partner to bring a modern upland vest to the market utilizing our Veil Camo patterns. When we developed the characteristics of Veil Camo ideal partners, Bear Pelt checked every box. We searched for partners with a desire and a drive to be different than the countless Me Too products on the market. We look for the partners who want to establish an identity where the product and Veil Camo can work in tandem to create a custom premium look regardless of price point. Bear Pelt choosing Veil shows its reach into the shooting and upland markets. We are excited for them to utilize Veil patterns and give shooters their own personalized look, engineered patterns that work, all in a product recognized as the best of the best. So that's, I mean, wow. That's, that's, that's a what huge, dreams are made of. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, it's gotta be, this has gotta be very exciting for all of you over at Bear Pelt. Yeah. Very excited. We're, we're looking forward to, you know, getting these on the backs of our, uh, upland and wing shooting, uh, customers and, you know, having them be more comfortable out there in the field, waiting for the uh, doves to flush. Gotcha. Well, Eric, can you or do you want uh, Zach or Desi to comment on 
this new vest, I mean, what kind of features, what kind of materials? Is it a complete departure from the standard bear pelt vest? Help us uh, tell our audience a little bit about what they can expect with this. Uh, you know, it's a very you know simple design, but I, I think it'd be uh, I'd be remiss not to have Zach and Desi kind of describe the features. And you know, back in April, we reached out to them and and asked, what are some things that you know some upland hunting vests that a more simple design would entail or, or need? And obviously. You know, they shoot all the doves uh, in Georgia and Texas. So, you know, they're, we couldn't think of a, two better partners to, to help us get this thing um, developed and, and, and tested. So I think they, they'd be, uh, like I said, they, I think it'd be better uh, to kind of discuss that, that part of the product. So, Zach, you, you and Desi were on the testing side of us. Tell, tell us about this. What were your first impressions of the vest in the field? Uh, yeah. So first of all, obviously we love bear pelt and Heather and Eric and Colleen are great, um, great people and they run a great business. So we were super excited when they contacted us about this vest. Um, Zach and I are huge wing shooters. I mean, that's what we love to do. So this is a big, you know, a product that's a big part of our life that we utilize a lot. And, um, it was fun to kind of, you know, start not necessarily from scratch, but, you know, try to add in some features that, maybe we couldn't find in the market. And as everybody who wears a bear, bear pelt vest knows, they're super comfortable. They're really lightweight. Um, they're very breathable. And a lot of the wing shooting that people do in you know early season, it's in warm weather places. We're in Texas, we're in Georgia, we're in, you know, the temperature is warm. So you can't put on, you know, a really heavy wax wear you know vest or or pouch because it's just so hot right so just the fact that the vests were really lightweight and breathable was a great start um just the clay target vest so we continue to try to continue on with that um one of the major features um that i think sets this vest apart from your clay shooting vest is the water resistant or waterproof material um obviously when you're hunting it can be a little bit messy sometimes whether that be you know, putting birds in your pocket or it's raining or it's muddy and you're um, like, for example, if we're, you know, teal hunting and you're sitting in the blind, it can get, you know, things can get wet and you don't want to get wet. So we've added some water resistant material in the back pocket. So we've added a bird pocket basically to the back of the vest. And that material back there is water resistant. And when we did some field testing, it's pretty incredible. I mean, literally, we hung the vest up and we took a mason jar full of water and poured it into the back pocket of the vest and nothing leaked out. Wow. It's got sealed seams. It's absolutely waterproof back there, which is pretty cool. So that's one of the major features I think that's, you know, super helpful. Um, we did some enlarged pockets on the front. The chest pocket, for example. So like when you're hunting, you know, you want to put your cell phone in your front pocket or, or you know, some other little knickknacks. And the clay shooting vest pocket was just a little bit on the small side for what we were wanting. So we made that bigger. And then the other feature we also put in was an inside pocket, which is also water resistant or waterproof. And that's got a zipper as well. So when you have your hunting license and your ID or your money and you don't want it to get wet and you don't want it to be bulky, you have that inside pocket to put, put those things or your earplugs, whatever you may need. Um, and it's got a complete zipper. So when you're bending over, right, you're picking up birds and you're bending over a lot, um, nothing's going to fall out of that pocket. So those are just some of the kind of major key features of the new vest. 
Very cool. That is, man, I can't wait to see this thing. Gotcha. Well, well, Zach, let me bounce over to you real quick. Um, obviously, you've had a little time with the vest and played around with it. As far as feel goes, like walking, I mean, we, you know, I used to bird hunt back in the day and used to go up to northern Michigan for grouse and woodcock. Um, it does get hot in the early season. So as far as, you know, bear pelt always claims everything's keeping you cool and comfortable. Um, does this fit the bill for sure? And is there any issues you see moving forward as far as the durability? You know, wearability wise, it's it's going to feel very similar. It's going to, I think one of the big advantages of, of a bear pelt, you know, competition vest is you can have full of, you know, full of ammo, a lot of weight in your pockets and the vest still feels very light as, as you guys know. Right. Right. Um, you know, the fit around your shoulders and everything. I think when you have, you know, if you got six or five or six pheasants in the back or 15 doves in the back, I don't think you're going to feel them. Okay. Now is it, is it cut a little bit different than the shooting vests are, or is it very similar? Uh, Eric and Heather will definitely know more on the actual exact cut but it's to me it's pretty similar okay gotcha eric did you want to chime in on that or uh yeah you know it is it's the it is the same cut as our kind of shooting vest you know the you know our our the way it falls on you and drops so we, we felt was you know the perfect start for an uploaded hunting vest and you know and we kept uh the tried and true as our our foundation so we didn't feel we had to change a thing fit wise uh for our, our version one so we were able to you know, we were able to kind of, you know, keep the same winning recipe. Gotcha. Yeah, I was going to say, too, if it works, if if it's not broke, don't fix and the, it. Right. Sorry, and the sizing is still the same, too. I apologize. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention that. Sizing is still the same as our competition shooting does. Oh, cool, cool. Very cool. Um, hey, Zach, both you and Desi are staples in sporting clays, and to have a crossover product like this and be involved with a great company like Bear Pot, it, I mean, as a whole, this had to be pretty exciting for you, right? Oh, it's definitely exciting. I anything uh, you know, we get to do some hunting stuff with with Beretta and Winchester. That's always exciting. Um, yeah, it's just anytime you can kind of expand your reach in the industry or anything else is exciting for anybody. Yeah, and again, Bearpelt's a great company, and other and Eric and Queen are, are great. But it's fun to be able to put your hands on a product that you know you can use and you can kind of make your own. And it's something that, you know, again, we feel like has a place in the market and we want to use it. Um, I, we went teal hunting, like Zach said, not, not too long ago. I mean, and it was the perfect scenario for us to be able to, you know, put the vest on and sit down. I didn't even need a, I didn't even need a backpack, you know, take teal hunting is pretty quick hunting when, when it's good early season. So you don't really need a lot of stuff. So we were shooting small gauges, but I fit all of my ammo, my cell phone, my earplugs, everything I needed in my vest pockets, and that's what I walked to the blind with. I didn't need a backpack or any kind of extra things. Um, it's also very warm, so I wasn't, you know, sweating my butt off <laughs> wearing this vest while I was, you know, hunting. So it's really fun to be able to um, work with them and just create a new product, you know. Yeah, no, I could definitely see the need for this. I mean. Like Sean said, we we're wing hunters from way back, and I, man, this fits the bill to me. I mean, it, just describing this, I, I'm excited. I want one, you know. Yeah, I remember how hot it was. Like you go out hunting in early September, uh, dove or you know whatever. Mainly, mainly doves this time of year. It's, it's just hot. It's yeah. just hot. <laughs> so, so I well, get that. Not only that, but to have something. 
that you could throw over top of a hoodie and it still fit, you know, fit good and and be able to go out and wear without getting too hot, like Desi said. Or, you know, what I'm talking about, a lot of the waterproof hunting vests that we were using were also like not breathable. Yeah, it's like wearing trash bags, basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, this is awesome. Um, Yeah, I think I think that's one of the biggest features that I really, really enjoy about it is being able to include or incorporate that waterproof factor without wearing waxware cotton or heavy or, you know, non-breathable materials. Um, Being waterproof is great, but when you're sweating on the inside, it kind of defeats the purpose of not getting wet on the outside. (laughs) Gotcha. Hey, Eric, I want to circle back real quick. Um, had a question about the camo patterns. Are you guys going to have just a set number available? Uh, Are you going to offer any kind of customization features like you do with the competition vests or or how do you plan on doing that? Uh, Yeah, you bet. We're going to have several patterns to start with. And, um, you know, that's the beauty of you'll you'll have a, a choice right off the bat. And, um, you know, there, there won't be any customization on, on this product, you know, the, you know, there won't be a name on the back or logos or anything like that. Cause it's not developed for that purpose. So you right. know, these, these will be, you know, again, they're, they're very simple and, and I like to, you know, call it a high speed, you know, hunting vest. So, okay. um, high speed, low viz. So yeah, we just, we can't wait to get this out there. That's for sure. Gotcha. So it's, it's basically yeah. going to be the, the whole vest is one camo pattern. You're not going to have like a difference from front to back or sides or anything like that, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, the veil camo. So because we're not going to uh, start with a lot of customization like our, our the like Bear Pelt's clay shooting vests, um, like Eric said, they're going to offer several um, different lines of camo. And I know over the years, Zach and I always joke and we always have the conversation about the matching camo thing. You know, and some people say, oh, it's real bougie and you got to have the matching camo. And, you know, and then some people, some people kind of make fun of you, you know, when you've got the old school camo and Sitka and something else and you've got, you know, five different camos on. I don't think the birds really care at the end of the day. But right, right. it is really, uh, really cool for us, particularly to um, have this vest partner with Vail um, because a lot of Beretta's new stuff um, is Vail camo. So I can now wear all bail camo, all matching camo, and no one can pick at me for not having matching camo. Very cool. Hey, everybody, I'm sorry. I got to stop this for a second. Do you understand this is the first time Desi's been on this podcast? Uh, Right. We got to ask. Okay, Des, sorry. We're going to ask you some clay target (laughs) questions now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, so... So speaking of that, Desi, while, while we're on that, um, you know, Nash, you guys are both national champions, you and Zach. Um, is it kind of cut and paste routine getting ready for the nationals or do you guys kind of change stuff up? I mean, what are you doing this year to prepare if you don't mind sharing a little bit of that with us? Um, yeah, I would like to think it's kind of cut and paste, um, but it really just depends on the schedule. This year, we've been traveling a lot, and we have a little break here at home right now. So I went out to the range yesterday, and I practiced, and I'm going to try and get in a couple more days before we leave. Um, but the two the two weeks, the weekend, uh, two weekends prior and the week before nationals, we're going to be um, out of town on work trips. We're going to be up uh, in Illinois doing um, some uh, teaching thing with Winchester. And then I will actually be in North Georgia with Beretta for a ladies hunting group. Um, and that's all right before nationals. So this year 
you know, the, the actual trigger time right before nationals just isn't going to happen. Um, but I think after doing it for so many years, it's more of a mental preparation than anything. Okay. Um, you kind of, you know, after all these years of shooting, if there's one specific flaw in the game, obviously, you know, you need to go out and work on that. But if, you know, by this time of year, we should kind of have that all put together. Um, so it's just kind of mentally preparing and, and, uh, preparing for the week, not just the shooting, but nationals is a huge event for us. It is a crazy schedule as many people have at oh, nationals yeah. and we have something going on every evening and all day long. So it's just kind of, you know, getting through the checklist, making sure that we have everything organized and together and, and just kind of getting the schedule laid out. So when we get there, you can feel more prepared. Gotcha. Zach, anything to add to that? Um, not really. It's really just business as usual for me. I can't tell you that I'm as a lot of people know, I'm not a big practice guy anyway. And when I do practice, I'm not very good at it. So I just get frustrated <laughs> and stop. Um, usually, usually he makes it about three or four stations into practice before he starts hip shooting or shooting <laughs> the head. Or, three or four stations is a lot. So um, but I mean, I, I feel confident. I, 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 I've been shooting fairly well the second half of the year, not my best, but not bad either. Um, again, you could practice for nationals for a week and not, and when you get there, you might've practiced the wrong targets. So it's more of a mindset thing. I'm pretty sure I know what to expect. Um, but I've had such a good run at it that, uh, I haven't put a lot of preparation into it in last year or the years prior either. So to me, it's just staying consistent and, and just being ready. You know, Zach, it, it cracks me up because you think, all right, we're going to hear from a national champion. He's going to tell me I got to do this and that and this and that. You've been shooting for so many years. You're like, yeah, we're just going to take some time off and shoot from the hip and play around. And it's like, <laughs> and he and he still shows up, and wins a national championship, you know. So, but I, but I guess after so many years of burning powder, right, you're not going to teach yourself something new going out to practice. Yeah, I've before, got. So. I mean, I know last year I shot my over. I've, I shot my two hundred thousands registered target last season. Wow. So. I've got a little bit of experience. Yeah. <laughs> a, little bit of, a little bit of time. Right, right. Well, Eric, I want to hear from Eric. Now that you're retired from the fire department, are you are you going out hammering or are you, are you trying to get warmed up for nationals any at all? Uh, man, I'm going to die myself out here. No, I, I haven't. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, I suffer the, the curse a lot of guys do and uh, guys and girls of, you know, shooting at tournaments only, getting your practice in before you go out there and, um, you know, that's just because obviously life gets in the way of you know, your practice. However, you know, I'm the type that, that needs that practice. Uh, obviously I, I'm nowhere near 200,000. I don't even know if I'm at 2000 yet, but anyway, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, that's a lot of catching up to do, but you know, I, I, I definitely perform better when I get some practice in and, um, I, you know, I guess to put a plug in for, uh, Zach, the Keenbaum, uh, shooting is, is coaching, um, I would say that one cathartic moment I had was uh, if I got a lesson with him earlier this year and I'll say a lesson with Zach and, uh, and as the first five minutes is worth the next few hours, what they're going to do is I'm not going to give away their secret sauce, but they're, they'll get you lurking at, uh, you know, the gun and the bird, uh, completely different than you think you're thinking were. So, and that was a, a very big moment in my shooting. It's definitely, you know, helping me 
get over some of the, you know, the full pause you made during practice. And you can practice all day long. If you're not looking to have the right sight picture, you know, when you call pull and move the gun, I mean, you could shoot a thousand targets. It's not going to, you know, make you any better, more capable, you know, on some of the, the regional level targets. So, so that was a big help, but, you know, I, obviously if I put the time in and you'll put a lot of that, those principles in and the time in, you know, I would definitely suck a lot, a lot less uh, in the sport, but, you know, but I'm getting there. I'm, you know, I'm having a lot of fun shooting again and, and, you know, really looking forward to, you know, getting out and doing it a lot more, traveling more, you know, visiting some more clubs. Uh, we were able to do that a couple of times on our way uh, back from Southeast regional. So, you know, hopefully I'll uh, overcome that hurdle and, and, and get some, some good quality practice time in. Yeah. Don't be afraid to give, uh, you know, a little more work to Colleen. That way you can go out there and enjoy that retirement <laughs> and uh, <laughs> really spend your time doing something that you enjoy. Well, I tell yeah, you what, sure. I was talking to a youngster here a few weeks back and, uh, I said, so who's your favorite shooter? And he said, Zach, he goes, I want to shoot just like him. And I said, well, you better clear your schedule for the next 20 years. And he kind of looked at me funny. And I said, he went to the national championship for, I think you said it was over 20 years, didn't you, Zach, before you actually won it? Yeah, I think, um, I think it was my 25th. Yeah. And, and that's what they don't understand. They think that they're going to go, you know, out this right. weekend and train and guess what? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. I'm, yeah. I'm national you champion. Know, I, did, I mean, <laughs> I did, I did well as a junior. I won as a junior and several other podiums as a sub junior and junior, but yeah, to get, I mean, the high overall is something completely different. Other, I mean, that being said, there's been some juniors very close to the top, but and Joe winning, but, um, yeah, 25 years, 25 tries Wow! to finally get it was, man, I, mean, I guess I'm a slow learner. <laughs> <laughs> All good things come to those who wait, right, Zach? <laughs> well, you know, there, there's one person that's not on the phone with us, and I think we need to get her on the phone. She recently took a lesson from Zach and Desi, and I want to talk to her. So let's get Colleen on the phone. The Dead Pair. All right, we have roped the lovely Miss Colleen in on this call. How you doing, Colleen? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing great, Colleen. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Fre- freshly married. Freshly married. That's right. Yeah. How, how's that going, Colleen? Are you, are you ready to strangle him yet? Oh, no, we are good. Everyone, It's funny. Everyone always asks, like, oh, how's the married life? But honestly, everything's the exact same. We're great. Um, yeah, it's been a ton of fun. Um especially now that the wedding planning is over and we don't have all that stress. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we were just asking Zach, we were just talking to Zach and Desi about some coaching and your dad was filling us in. You and your husband took a lesson from Zach and Desi recently. How'd that go for you? We did. It was awesome. And um, I didn't, I guess I never even really thought about it that my husband hasn't shot before. And I had only like fired a gun like twice ever before that, you know what I mean? So um, I like, wasn't super like confident in my skill or anything like that. I really didn't have any idea what I was doing and it was really cool. And especially, you know, Nate first time being around it at all. Um, it was really cool that we were able to learn from two of the best. And that was a really, um, special experience. And everybody says like, when you start doing it, you fall in love with it. And I always thought like, mm, I, I mean, I, I like it. It's fun, but I don't have that like same like excitement that other people do. But it's, it's funny that it's true. Like after, um, our day with Zach and Desi, uh, Nate and I both just fell in love with it. It is so much fun. And we were very, very lucky to learn from them, you know, being our first time. Uh Oh, so are we going to see out on the course soon? 
Yeah, I don't know how confident I am in my skills to be competing, but I definitely, um, I definitely am having fun with it. You might see me out on a practice course, but I don't know how soon you'll see me uh, competing. Gotcha. I don't know about shooting a shotgun during a tournament, but boy, you sure you sure are shooting that camera a lot during a tournament. Uh, the the bear pelt family photography has been awesome i mean i've seen so many shooters that just smiling ear to ear and it's kind of it's got to be cool for you to capture that right oh yeah totally so um that's one of my favorite probably aside from getting to see everybody and hang out that is my favorite part of being at the shoots is seeing like the excitement and people having fun out on the course you know um so being able to capture that is super fun for me and i also love being able to share those moments with other people um like i said in the past um on the podcast it's it's really cool when i see people who are super excited to get their picture taken and they say oh i've been doing this eight years and never gotten a picture of myself you know what i mean so yeah. to capture them like really having fun like doing what they love to do it's it's really special for me too that is very cool um so I know you're you're going to be there with the booth, full force at Nationals coming up, right? Yes, we will be there the entire time. Um, I'll be out on the course taking pictures every single day. I will be capturing super cool um, pictures and videos that I'll be putting together. So I'm super excited to see everybody. And we will have everything set up, um, vending from the, the start of Nationals to the last day. We're there the whole time. So, Colleen, at the national championship, are you going to have the new vest, maybe like a prototype or a sample of what it could be at, for people to look at, maybe look at some different camo patterns and stuff? Yes, I'm super excited. Um, they won't be for sale yet um, at this time or at that time during nationals, but we will have prototypes that people can come by and learn about and see the camo options and um, get to know uh, what the new vest will be like. So I'm pretty excited for people to see that little preview. Awesome. Very cool. Gotcha. Well, uh, we are definitely looking forward to seeing you guys all down at nationals. Uh, can't wait. It's coming up very, very quickly. And uh, we hope everybody does well out there competing. Zach, Desi, we guys uh, give you guys the best of luck to uh, get out there and get her done again. Um, Jason, anything? Are we missing anything here? Or? I just, I just want to know if, if Daisy's going to have a Bloody Mary with us. We'll have to find somebody that can make us a Bloody Mary at Nationals, right? Oh, I'm sure we can find somebody. Uh, yeah. My, my mom makes a pretty neat Bloody, Bloody Mary, so. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, Bloody Mary's at the Bear Pelt Tent. Sorry, Zach. We're stealing Desi for a half hour. We're going to have a drink, so. Uh, That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I sincerely appreciate the time all of you spent with us tonight. Um, this is very exciting and i cannot wait to check this thing out um sean i mean i i think this has definitely been something that's missed been missing for a long time and to be on with a company like bear Paw and see the innovation that you guys are doing uh eric colleen zach desi this is i mean this is awesome i don't know what very, else to say very cool very cool yeah it's very exciting for all of us as well <laughs> well guys thank you again very much we appreciate it um you know, any closing thoughts, Eric? Uh, no, I, I mean, we're excited to see everybody at Nationals. Like, so we'll uh, clean out on the course, uh, you know, collecting those memories for everybody and, and uh, by through pictures and photography, obviously, and video. And, you know, we'll have the booth open the entire time. We look forward to everybody stopping by and uh, get out there, practice, shoot well, and stop by Bear Pelt uh, before you go. Gotcha. Zach, Desi, any final thoughts? I, I think we're forgetting something. Uh-oh. 
Desi Rapid Fire. <gasps> That's, oh, right. Yeah. Oh. That's right. That's right. Yeah, totally but you just totally robbed us. Now we don't have a reason to call her for a whole podcast, Zach. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, we we got her on here and he brought it up, so we're gonna do it. Heck yeah. Heck All right. Yeah. All right, Desi, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Gun, what make and model you shoot? Beretta A400 XL. Is that a custom stock or factory stock? It is a Greenwood custom stock. Very nice. And is that ported, Desi? I did not port my A400, this okay. current one. I have shot ported in the past, but my current gun is not ported. And what chokes do you use? I still rock my Rhino chokes. Love them. They're awesome. And I love that 17,000. It's an off constriction, I know, but um, in my mind, that's what I'm confident with, and it freaking will hammer a target. Yeah, so, buddy. <laughs> so you're using the elites then, right? Yes. All right. Uh, this goes without asking, but I'm going to ask anyway. Ammo. Uh, definitely the good old Winchester AA. Um, I shoot the one ounce 1250 load, also known as the Desi load. Um, bright red, Winchester red, has to be red. Um, every once in a while. Every once in a while, I will throw in a one ounce twelve fifty diamond grade when I feel like I need a little extra power out there. Um, but always the double A's. Are you are you rocking eights or seven and a half, Des? You know, I rock both. Okay. Probably more eights than seven and a half. Um, I've come to build a lot of confidence in those eights, and um, yeah, I probably shoot more eights than seven and a half. But I, I use both. Okay. Um, and again, I can't believe I'm going to ask this question. Eric might even reach through the phone and strangle me. Vest or shell bag? <laughs> you know, um, yeah, definitely my bear pelt. I love my bear pelt. I actually use the thicker fabric. I like a thicker fabric bear pelt. To me, it just feels like it. Um, I like a little bit of feeling on the vest. I don't like feeling like I don't have a shirt on. Um, right. So I like the thicker stuff, and I have definitely have a bunch of different designs, which I love, love, love about it, um, and all of the cool features. Um, and then my shooting bag, it kind of depends uh, on what I'm using at the time. Um, right now I'm using a Beretta backpack, but that kind of changes from time to time. When they get gnarly, I, I toss it out and get a different one, so. Gotcha. What are you using for eye protection? Uh, Pila. I shoot in the Raptor frame. Okay. Um, Dennis from Clay Target Vision is amazing, and he's got me set up in the the kind of modified Raptor frame. Um, I have correction, so both of my lenses have correction ground into the lens, and it's a great, great frame for anybody looking for correction without inserts in their shooting glasses you can get all of the same colors and uh lens options in that frame okay perfect um ear protection um i shoot the uh sound gear they're actually made by sound gear um and they're just the battery operated ones i do have the phantoms that are rechargeable but um with us traveling as much as we do i lose a case or i forget this so i'm just using the battery operated ones but they are sound gear Perfect. And then lastly is what's in your bag. Now we're looking for that lucky rabbit's foot. I think Zach admitted on a previous podcast that uh, he's got your fingernail polish in his bag. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but no, we're looking for something odd that you carry in your shooting bag with you. Um, I'm trying to think. I just cleaned out my shooting bag. Um, 
I have some random stuff like uh, traps. Well, chapstick. I guess that's not super random, but um, chapstick. I have. So I do still carry around um, the coals, coal gunsmithing. Uh, Rich and Jana's uh, granddaughter uh, Halcyon actually used to when she went to shoot. She used to make these little. Um, I don't even know what they are. They're like essential oils with a, that you like roll on your skin. And it was the cutest thing. So she, this was her little project and she was making these and they have different scents and each jar or each little roller that she makes has, you know, a combination of different oils in it. And then she wrote on these little stickers that she put on each jar. And one of them was courage. One of them was focused. One of them was, you know, uh, stamina or perseverance or something like that. Um, and it was the cutest little thing and she was selling them at the shoots. So obviously we bought some, um, and I still, to this day, I probably got those from her, I don't know, three or four years ago. And I still, like a year and a half. no, at least two. Anyways, um, I still carry those around. So they're like, like these weird essential oils. And then she also gave me a lucky penny one year, um, and I still carry that around in my shooting bag. Nice. Very cool. Well, I'm just waiting to see Sean out on the course rubbing essential oils. Well, Desi said know, this right? works. Well, that's <laughs> what I mean. I feel I feel weird. And, you know, I, I bust out this little velvet bag and open it up like I've got some secret in there. <laughs> I, like, roll it on my wrist. Or, and it's actually coming. I'm not going to lie. It's come in handy a couple times. When my allergies start bothering me, like my nose gets all stuffed up and I look like a weirdo and I'm rolling it like on my top lip to try <laughs> and breathe. And so whether it's helped me hit more targets or not is I don't know, but um, I still carry it around and I would like to think it does. So Very cool. That is funny. That's great. Love it. Well, we're still going to steal you for a full-blown podcast here one of these days. I think it's coming, Sean. It's, yeah. It's long overdue. Yep. So, but, well, I'd love to. But thank you guys very much. Um, Quick closing thoughts on that. When we gave a lesson to Colleen and Nate, um, super fun. Zach and I had a blast. And obviously, um, you know, doing video and getting pictures of that um, and their excitement. They did really, really well. And a couple times during the lesson, you know, like Colleen said earlier, she can see now when, you know, she she witnesses it when she's taking, you know, pictures of people getting frustrated or the excitement that they have when they turn around after they shoot a pair or leave the station. And it's funny to kind of see those things come out in her when she was shooting. And her husband did awesome, too. And he's a pretty quiet guy. And he got all into it um, and wanted to keep shooting and keep shooting. So they definitely got the addictive part, but super fun that we got to do the lesson with them. So we've got Eric shooting. Colleen has shot. Heather, I'm going to call you out. You're next. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, this has been a lot. This podcast, there's this, we've had a lot of cool, exciting information come out and uh, definitely, definitely. I'm looking forward to seeing this all down at national. So thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys for having us. Appreciate it. Thanks, Zach and Desi. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, fun. guys. Appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you all soon. Thank you, guys. All right. Take care, guys. Yep. Bye-bye. Uh, be safe. See you. Well, Sean, another one of our sponsors being innovative. Yeah. Yeah, that's Bear Pelt in a nutshell, though. They're always coming out with something new. Yeah, for sure. And what a great family. Uh, you know, you can tell by Zach and Desi, great sponsored shooters. Mm -hmm. uh, it's good. 
good company to be with. Yeah, sure. and definitely going to be interesting for the uh, the hunting crowd to see how that all works out. I'm I'm excited. I think they're going to do very well. Oh yeah, I want one for sure. I mean, I haven't even seen it yet, and I want one. <laughs> so, but hey, uh, thank you very much, uh, Bear Pulp, for joining us. Of course, Sean, Elite Shotguns. Yep, definitely got to got to love Elite. And if you need a gun, check them out. Give them a call. They'll help you out. And then, of course, you want to feed that gun. With some premium. You know, let me let me back up here a minute. I listened to a podcast one time where a very well-known gunsmith said something. He says, when you buy a Ferrari, you don't pull up to, you know, Sunoco and fill it with 87 octane. You put high test in it. Right. You So if you've got a nice shotgun, you want to put some good ammo in it. Heck yes. So what are you going to put in it, Sean? Allen? You're going to put some nice Fiocchis in it. Some little rhinos. Little rhinos, some white rhinos, anything. Everything they make is good. Oh, yeah. Especially those Xactalos. Man, those are good shells. Fantastic shells. Uh, like I say, you know, thank you very much to Bear Pelt. Uh, we love us some Bear Pelt. Uh, Eric, Heather, Colleen, of course, Zach and Desi, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Um, Sean Alley, so we've talked about some vests. We've talked about some ammunition, some shotguns. Now, you got a little bit of land. You want to practice. Or if you're a club and you want some good, high-quality equipment, yep. what are you going to do? You're going to look at Atlas. Yeah. Of course. Uh, I'm talking American-made. American-made Atlas Trap. Stainless steel and aluminum. I mean... Nothing better. Nothing better. Right. Now, if you want to see that target really super clear. Well, you got to look at your RE Ranger lenses, preferably the Reacts, which preferably are awesome. Reacts. Yes, for sure. Quit hounding me, people. I don't know when they're coming out with prescription lenses. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> how many questions did you get this week jason <laughs> oh gee the christmas uh no and i wish i truly i wish i had a good answer for everybody that's asking me i just i really don't um of course sean if you're we've talked about protecting your eyes you also want to protect your ears yes and the girls at odo pro are who you want to re- reach out to they will hook you up and dr grace knows her stuff yes for sure now we've talked about a really fine shotgun Really fine ammo. How are you going to control those patterns coming out of that gun? Well, the guys at Rhino can hook you up. I'm telling you what. Barrel porting, chokes, and gun fit. Those guys can do it all. Yes, 100%. Now, if your mind's a little tweaked. <laughs> yeah, a little. <laughs> if you're like me. <laughs> or, or me. And you need serious help. Yep. You're going to call this lovely Don Grant. Yep. She's going to slap you around. She's going to get your mind right. And get you on the path. Get you on the path. <laughs> so now you've got all this stuff in tune. Where are you going to go to shoot, Sean? Well, you know what? If you're down in Florida, the best place to visit is Faroe Beach. Uh, right? Beautiful course. Brian Palmer will take you out there and show you all the lovely terrain and traps that they have. Yes. He's going to take and show you that new clubhouse and the dead pair patio right on the back of it. Heck Yes. And while you're there, you're probably going to bust some really cool targets. Yeah, from White Flyer. Uh, right. And they are more than happy to make as many as you want to break. And if you're going there for a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, I think you'd be able to find that tournament on Score Chaser. Uh, right? Yeah. And on the way there, if you want to listen to a really cool podcast. <laughs> I know these two idiots you can, you can tune into. <laughs> yeah. These just two jack. This is in Ohio. <laughs> oh, man, I have fun with this. I kind of love this podcast. Yep, yep. Well, Sean, it's, it, you know, we tell everybody every week, you know, take someone new shooting, take them to a tournament, and we want 
we want you to invite new people to experience all this fun stuff that we're that we get to experience every week, right? Yep. And if you want to help us out, guys, uh, bring new people into the sport. I mean, that's how, how that's how it grows. That's how we make it better. We bring more people in. We grow the sport. We we raise awareness of it, and we show everybody what a great time you can have and what a great community this is. That's right. And you know what? We've got some videos coming out, so get over to YouTube. Like and subscribe. Uh, you know, if you really like us and you want to say good things about us, leave us a review on Apple. We really appreciate that. Sean Alley, you know, I think I've came up with all the quirky, dumb stuff I come up with for one night. So until next week, we'll see you all back here on the Dead Pair Podcast. We'll see you next time on the Dead Pair Podcast. The Dead Pair. The Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by Elite Shotguns and Vero Beach Clay Shooting and is fueled by Fioki USA. The Dead Pair theme song was written, arranged, and produced by Toby Tomplay. Special thanks to the following sponsors. Bear Pelt, Rhino, Odo Pro, Dawn Grant, Atlas Trap Company, RE Ranger, and White Flyer Targets. <laughs>